Welcome to Inside the Agency. I'm your host, Michelle Govan. I'm your co-host, Nicole Shawcross. Here we go. Something new. Q&A with ITA. We are here to answer your questions about the industry, actors, and to give you our opinion on what we think is going on right now. So these are your questions that have come in through Instagram and email. We hope you enjoy. Here is the truth behind ITA with Q&A or Q&A with ITA. We have the fabulous Ayla Ren here to help us out with our first Q&A with ITA or ITA and Q&A. We're Q&Aing. Nicole and I have Some a Some TNA with the ITA. Exactly. Hopefully there's no <laughs> TNA on this We're Zoom. all roasting hot in our apartments. Yes. Holy crap. It's sweltering here. Cold cocktails. Cheers, ladies. Cheers, cheers. Cheers, cheers. Nicole's that tequila again. Yes. <laughs> I had a little too much on Saturday night. I, I have some leftover therapy. Mm. Someone will remember this bottle on this call who's laughing. Okay. <laughs> Ayla, we're scared, but we're ready. No, we're not scared. Yep. We're ready for anything. We're always ready, right, Nicole? You got to stay ready so you got to get ready. Yeah. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Question one is from Kaylee. And she wants to know how you're doing. Now that things are back up and running, how are you feeling? I always love this question. It's always that, like, how are you doing? And it's a lot of the time people say it almost like how they say hi. Instead of, how am I really doing? Have I had ups and downs? Have I had moments of tears and moments of stress? I think right now, uh, Nicole and I are working on adrenaline for breakfast as we upload 30 to 40 self-tapes a day. We are so grateful the business is back, but we are definitely acclimating to the new demands of COVID-19 and our jobs. Nicole, how are you doing? I'm good. I have to say, I have a real excitement right now with with our numbers in Vancouver right now, it's exciting to see that a lot of productions are starting to open up again. So I'm seeing this great light at the end of the tunnel and I'm really excited about it. And I think because of the way Vancouver has and Canada has managed their numbers in regards to COVID, a lot of productions are getting pushed up here in comparison. So that's super exciting. And it's really exciting Canadian talent and Canadian productions to be working on all these great projects. So for me, I'm freaking excited. I'm exhausted as well. Us, <laughs> like we've hit the ground running. We haven't really stopped, but it's definitely the tempo has gone up yeah. to full speed ahead. But excitement. I've, I'm in this exciting mode. No, I do jump out of bed every day and get very, very excited that we have so many amazing American shows starting to cast and the movie of the weeks are continuing. So there is so much great work coming. So guys, get ready. We're in it. So we're good. We're good. We're tired. Send uh, caffeine our way, but we're good. Or wine. <laughs> or wine. Or tequila. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> okay. So Jace wants to know, do you need a demo reel to get into your, I don't know if this is your agency, like you guys, or just a agency. Thanks for a agency. Do you need a demo reel to get into an agency? You do not need a demo reel to get into an agency. However, if you are submitting, if you have a really great self-tape or some classwork, we highly recommend sending that. And for kids, if there's no experience for kids, um, if you want to send in a tape with uh, your child singing or telling us a story, we love seeing those. I think those 
it's a great way to showcase what you're like and what essence you have or your ability, which we might not necessarily get off of your resume or headshot. Yeah, definitely make sure to send in some kind of live work, whether it's classwork, like Nicole said, a demo or a self-tape. We do need to see you in action. I think submitting a headshot and resume is, is just very lame. It's, it's from the past. We need to see you fully in action and see your abilities. So definitely add that tape. If you do, you'll get a lot more response, a lot more better responses. Cool. Gregory would like to know, what is your biggest pet peeve that actors do? Do I just have to say oh, one? Oh, I think Michelle can take this one. <laughs> I was like, do I have to just say one? Because I have a few. I think the biggest one for me is please give me some time off. I think when actors uh, text me after hours and on weekends and call me after hours on weekends, look, I love you guys. You were my family. And I'm sure like every agent treats, you know, their their actors like very close friendships and relationships. But I do need just a little bit of downtime. So when I get those bizarre text messages or uh, calls late at night or on weekends, I kind of lose my mind. But I think that's the biggest one. My other one that I do have to bring up is you don't need to set a goal meeting with your agent unless your agent isn't showing you that they are developing you. In other words, the way we think here at Performers is we aim for the fucking stars. And if that's your goal is less than that, we don't have to have a goal meeting. Right, Nicole? That's right. Yeah. I can see that other agents, you may have to sit down with them or have a conversation and connect with them. With us, we just want to have fun. We want to, and when I say that, I don't mean like we just sit here and party and drink tequila and wine on ITA with Q&A and Q&A with ITA. Uh, that we actually you know, we think of you every day. We know who's on our roster. We know who's not getting out. We do know who's getting those appointments. So if you are not getting the attention you need from your agent, it is a good thing to talk to them and create some kind of goals for yourself. I just know for us at this agency, it's not something we to do. And so every January, when I open my emails, the first thing is an allotment of, hey, can we sit down and talk about goals? So yeah, it's a bit of a peeve. I just want everyone to know I, I'm aiming for the fucking stars. That's it. Nicole, yours? Um, mine, oh my gosh. I think mine are more administrative just because I'm, I'm, I'm uploading self-tapes or I'm sending out appointments. So read your notes, read all your notes. There's so much information in there and I actually have to type it all out. So please read them because I'm taking time to make sure that you have all the information possible label your self-tapes, get them in on time because I'm panicking to make sure that they're uploaded before the window closes on EcoCast and before casting won't see them anymore. So just do your due diligence as an actor. Um, let us know if you have away dates. Let us know if something's changed that we should be aware of, like if your hair's changed or if you broke your leg and you're in bed for a month. Like just keep in contact with us, keep us up to date and let us know. And from administrative stuff, um, that's, those are my pet peeves. Oh, and confirming, just freaking confirm as quickly as you can. I hate yeah. having to hunt people down last minute, especially when we're closing at the end of the day, because we are trying to shut down around six o'clock. Casting's also gone home as well. So Make sure that you are confirming your self-tapes. Let us know that you're going to tape them or if you're going to pass on them. And if you have an audition, let us know as soon as possible because I don't think a lot of people realize 
casting has to wait as well until everyone's confirmed. So if you're waiting, let's say you cancel or you can't make your audition, casting now has to fill that spot for you. So it kind of, it pisses your agent off and then it also pisses casting off. So confirm quickly. Yeah. And even with Zooms and self tapes, keep in mind, if you are passing on auditioning, they want us to let them know as well that you're passing. So keep in mind when your agent sends out details, get back to them ASAP because we're not sitting around at 7.30 at night waiting, being like, I hope they got the audition. I hope they got the self-tape. We want to have some fun. So definitely talk to your agents and find out what their pet peeves are. You know, I think that'd be amazing if an actor's mm-hmm. like, what bugs you and what makes you happy? I want to be your best client. Done. Learn your agent's pet peeves. Tip of the day. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, cool. Okay. So Astrid kind of flowing on from that wants to know how often an actor should check in with their agent when there's been no movement for some time. Well, I'd love to know what some time is because <laughs> sometimes for some actors could be a day. Sometime for some actors could be six months. So I think you have to navigate you know, how your relationship has been going with your agent. So if you and your agent have been communicating like once a month, once a week, whatever that schedule has felt like since you started working together, that momentum should continue. Hopefully, uh, if you aren't getting any movement, it's because of COVID, not because casting directors don't want to see you. So for the past, I would say two months, we've been back in action. So if you're not hearing from your agent at this point, definitely reach out and say, look, is there anything I can do? How, first, how are you doing? And mean it. How are you doing? Second, is there anything I can do to help you during this time? And then you unfortunately have to be patient right now, guys. Everybody is learning this new way of filming, auditioning, and casting directors are still wrapping them, their brains around their new systems they're using. So keep in mind that a lot of smaller roles have been cut from the shows. So a lot of development actors are going to have to wait a little bit, or they might even have a flip side on that and have bigger opportunities because the casting is being done all locally. So I would say checking in with your agent. I'm not a big fan of checking in with your agent because I like to communicate with my actors all the time. So I don't like my actors to think they need to. Hopefully I'm connecting with them enough. But if you are not connecting with your agent, I would say once a month via email. Like if you just want to say, hey, I just want to check in, see how you're doing. Is there anything I can do? Make it fun and friendly. Uh, I, I have an actor that likes to call me every day at the same time every day. That gives us kind of anxiety. So don't do that. <laughs> just don't do that. <laughs> I think if you ask your agent to, uh, like um, Michelle was saying, ask your agent how they like to be communicated with. I think that's just a, that's a great question for actors to ask when they're in maybe interviewing with a new agent. Well, how often do you like to be communicated with? What's the best form of communication? And it should be vice versa. What's the best form of communication for us to reach, for an agent to reach a client? Um, I know sometimes we get, I think it'd be one thing I would suggest just as a friendly reminder is to be careful with the wording and sometimes in those check-ins because yes. they can sound a little accusatory sometimes. And I think agents feel like I'm doing my job and I'm working really hard. And I don't understand. <laughs> so yeah. be, be careful with your wording to make sure just to say, Hey, we'd 
I'd love to chat with you. I'm really excited about what's happening. Is there anything I can do? Or uh, I'd love your feedback on what I can do right now to keep myself busy. I'm hearing things. Would love your insight. Versus, I don't understand why I'm not getting out for auditions. A lot of stuff's happening. All my friends are auditioning. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, okay. I want to elaborate on that. Nicole brought up a very good point. Wording is everything. Romance your agent. I don't mean flirty. I mean, give us nice language. Say things like, I heard a friend's reading for this. Any chance I could self-tape or have a shot. You have to say it in a nice way. Just like Nicole said, not things like, I heard this is going on and I'd like to know why I'm not reading. Nah, 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 nah. No, that doesn't go positive and that doesn't bond you guys together at all. Instead, it creates anxiety. It's a bit of, it feels finger pointy because we're yeah. not calling you and being like, hey, why can't you book an audition? Yeah. Where's the fucking bookings? Where's the bookings? Yeah. I've sent you 15 tapes and we haven't booked anything yet. What the fuck? Yeah. We're not sending, we're not sending emails <laughs> like that. So don't send them to us. <laughs> So true. We should start sending those emails. That's, that was that was real. I'm ready. Truth bombs. Truth bomb. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That might be a little too direct. Nope. Loved it. <laughs> Keeping it. Mic drop. And let's just be honest here. Ayla is also an actor, mm -hmm. so I'm sure she could ask us some bonus questions. But there's more coming, so we have more yes. exciting information for you. Yes, Ayla's an actor, and she is scared to get one of those emails one day. <laughs> Why aren't you booking anything? <laughs> What the fuck? We've never sent an email like that, but when we get emails like that, it's like, what? <laughs> okay. Um, Catherine wants to know, how many actors do you usually have on rosters? Um, what would you say, Michelle? I think for our roster, we have around 85. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, I think that's a great number for, you know, that's a manageable number. It's all people that we're super excited about on our roster. I think that's something to be aware of. Make sure that your agent is just as excited about you as you are about them um, because you want to make sure they have that passion drive and are submitting you because um, you're top of mind, obviously. Um, so if you are looking for an agent, make sure you are doing your research. Look at their roster one thing that you might want to look out for is, um, or be aware of, is maybe some interagency competition. If you see someone on the roster, if you think they're around the same age range, um, same ethnicity, those types of things, if you guys think that you might look alike, talk to the agent about that. I think that's a really great conversation you can have when you're interviewing with an agent. Um, because sometimes, you know, someone might be super girly. Someone might be uh, more tomboy. Someone might only be going out for commercials. Someone might be, you know, major film and television. So I think it's important to be aware, do your research, see how many people they have on their roster. Cause obviously you want to make sure that you're getting that attention and passion behind your agent. I'm going to take this one step further too. If you do sign with an agent and you are noticing you're seeing the same person at auditions when hopefully auditions return or that you hear that this girl and you within the agency are always self-taping for the same appointment, keep in mind, even if you look like someone on the roster, you might not compete with them. Like Nicole said, if one's tomboy and one's more girly, but you could have a competitor within the roster technically that looks nothing like you, but embodies a similar essence. So try not to worry so much about what your agent has on their roster, but how you're being treated when you finally sign with someone. 
Okay, this one's anonymous, but what are your thoughts on writing and creating your own content? Writing, creating, producing your own content. Okay, so, you know, over the COVID break, I hate that word. I want to call it like the C-19. Let's give it a prettier name. Big world pause. The pause. The pause pause. of the world. Yeah, we didn't really get paused. I wish we had a pause. Nicole, why didn't we get some rest? I still have a lot more wrinkles. you didn't stop working. Damn it. (laughs) Fuck. Michelle's like, I was raised to sit down. We're just going to power through this. <laughs> was raised to make things happen even when nothing's sure, available. Were. And we did. Why you're we did. Job. Yeah. <laughs> we made shit happen. We booked stuff on lockdown, which other agents are like, how the hell did you do that? It's because I didn't go on fucking vacay and put my phone on snooze. Anyway, sorry if your agent did that. I am pointing <laughs> a finger, but I'm not. But I am. Um, okay, let's go back to the question. So content. During this lockdown period, we really encouraged our clients to do their own content. You know, oh, hello, Stella. Get on things like YouTube. Hey, you're interrupting. Not your turn. She wants to be on Q&A with ITA. So anyways, back to the question again. She's creating um, her own content right yeah. now. She's writing, speaking, <laughs> acting. She's just making her break. Yeah. By the way, my dog is four pounds. So she's a little fluff ball and she's half bald. So she's... um definitely something that's meant for YouTube or TikTok. So anyways, Stella, we'll talk about your career in a minute. Good? Okay. So during lockdown, we really encouraged your independent content. I've made Nicole laugh, which I love doing. Actually, Ayla's laughing too. You guys can just laugh, you know. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to interrupt like the great information coming. But... <laughs> this, is a, this is a fun one. Um, this is a fun one. So what I was trying to say is definitely during times that are, oh, now there's ambulances. (laughs) Someone's someone's needing some assistance. Oh my goodness. Uno momento, por favor. Okay. We hold for a moment. Maybe not a great question. The universe is telling us something. (laughs) Yeah. Dog barking ambulance. Okay. Definitely, if you are inspired to write, be creative, do it. All it can do is elevate you and and feed your soul creatively. So I'm big on people writing, creating their own content, creating really cool YouTube videos. Sure, TikTok. I'm a little, I don't know if I love that platform. Um, But, you know, I think Instagram, YouTube, huge platforms. TikTok, yes. We'll see what happens with TikTok in the next few weeks. Uh, I think, you know, anything that inspires you and, and gets the creative juices flowing, do it. Because unfortunately, right now we are at the mercy of waiting for those great appointments to come in. We have had two months of Hallmark and Lifetime movie the weeks, and I am so excited to say we are seeing U.S. casting starting up for the great U.S. shows. So yes, definitely. I love it when people get creative and write and produce your own content. Just remember though, if you are going to produce it and film it, realize where your audience lies and also make sure that whatever you're producing right now, you'll be happy with down the road if you hit the big time because that content always finds a way to come to the surface years down the road. It's interesting after the Oscars, when someone wins the Oscars, these random movies from nowhere pop up out of the blue because someone was the Oscar winner was in it or something. So Mm -hmm. something to be aware of. Yeah, that's a really good point. Just remember, okay. even when you're young and in your 20s, every decision you make, everybody always says in your 20s, you can do anything you want and make all the mistakes you want. Actually, in your 20s, if you make really good decisions, even as an actor, 
you're really going to benefit from it. So remember, you can be young and fun, and, but make good decisions. No matter how old you are, make good decisions. <laughs> I feel like um, I'm lecturing. That's good. Choices. Yeah. Make good choices. Make good choices. Choices. Choices, choices, choices. Sorry. <laughs> Um, okay, Michelle said, and like, not me, Michelle. Yeah, Michelle, Michelle, another Michelle. Michelle. Yeah, a different Michelle. Michelle. Um, said my kids really want to be actors. They're seven and eight, but I'm scared that they'll lose interest or lose the fun from just being kids. I also have no idea how to get them an agent and where I should get them to train. So, for kids, um, if you are reaching out to an agent. Uh, same submission notes apply, send a headshot or send a photo of your child. If they don't have any experience, maybe just let them know a little bit about the child. They're this many years old. They play soccer. They play the piano. They speak five different languages and they're dying to be an actor. Um, one thing that we love receiving from kids, cause obviously they don't have any demo or, you know, uh, current experience, have them sing a song or tell us a story on video and su submit that with the email. So give us as much information as you can. When you are meeting with an agent, if you get um, an, an interview with an agent, talk to the agent about who they like as a, a coach. We have a lot of really great coaches that we work with that we've seen really great success with our children actors. So I would recommend Sometimes some of the training in um, that we've seen can be scamish for kids. So yeah. we like to recommend private coaches that have a really good reputation. Um, for parents looking for actors, looking for agents, do your research. Make sure that you see how many kids they have on their roster. Are they just throwing spaghetti at the wall and they've got like a hundred different kids? Um, or is it a bit more of a curated uh, roster? Also, what's their reputation? How often are the kids booking? Um, so look, do your research as a parent to make sure that you're meeting with the right agent for your children and um, speak with them regarding training. Yeah, this is, this is something that I, I really struggle with. There are a couple companies out there, I'm not going to name the companies, that do huge scouting events all over the world for children. And the costs are extreme. It's like a thousand, two thousand, three thousand. Um, they claim to bring a bunch of casting directors from all over the world and agents from all over the world. Guys, please protect your children. This not is not necessarily a way into the business. If your child does have talent, I am telling you, like Nicole said, a simple video of a child dancing or singing in your living room, in church, in a school play. I mean, unfortunately, that's not happening right now. So in your living room, we're going back to in your living room. Um, just send videos. We can tell star power just from a simple video. Now, going back to the first part of the question that the kids' parents are scared that they'll lose interest or lose the fun about being kids. So... This can happen. I have repped kids for 24 years in the industry. I have had kids hit burnout that have booked very lead roles or series regulars. Kids need to be kids. I find the best way to do it is obviously start your kids auditioning. See how they handle the auditioning process. It is a lengthy process. What I mean by that is it's a lot of hurry up and wait. Here you go. Run in an audition. If you get the gig, you're sitting on set for hours and hours and hours before you're used. It's, it's a lot of waiting and some kids really aren't built for this type of schedule. Uh, 
it's also really important that you know, you name yourself as a guardian or a really fun guardian to be with your kids on set. So when kids have breaks, you grab a hacky sack, you go play outside, you play puzzles, you uh, create ways that the child can be a child in between scenes. We need to create that child time if they're doing something as formal as on set. Keep in mind when they're on set, they cannot act like children. Yes, they are acting as children, but unfortunately they have to check everything at the door and be mature and grown up to handle a set. So I think it's really important parents realize that it does change children. It's very hard to keep children children if they're being very successful in the industry. You have to create as much normalcy as you can, but it is very difficult. We have a couple of child stars and I do watch them change and I do watch how their schooling's affected when they walk into a mall, when they get on a bus, you know, it changes them. So just try to keep the fun time fun. So when they're having downtime, let them be kids, let them get dirty, wear two mix match socks. When they're on set, they've got to be mature. They've got to be, you know, on time, lines learned and ready to go. So yes, listen, if you are a parent and you want your kids in the industry, be prepared for some challenges, but also educate yourself to help them the best you can get through this. Because it is a wonderful thing for children. I've actually seen children that are so shy that have really blossomed from learning um, their self-worth in front of the camera, which I know is contradictory to a lot of adults. A lot of adults suffer self-worth in front of a camera. But a lot of kids actually gain self-confidence if they're successful. So that's just my two cents. I also just wanted to tag on to what Michelle was saying is to, I think parents also need to realize the commitment that they have now if they get their kids into acting. Auditions come in, you have less than 24 hours notice. Uh, Self-tapes are due. So the work is also on you to get the kids um, memorizing their lines, driving them to the audition, however long that takes. So you also need to make sure that you have the time and can commit to everything that is required to even just get the kids into auditioning. This is pulling them out of school. Auditions happen, you know, most of the day. Um, Commercial auditions happen anytime between 10 in the morning to six at night, seven days a week. So if your child is auditioning regularly, do you have the time and can you commit to driving your child to each of these auditions? Can you commit to self-taping? Can you commit to having your child trained? Um, So the commitment is also on you as well. Very much so. Good point. Yeah, team. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We've kind of already touched on this, but um, Anonymous wants to know, what's your opinion on TikTok slash social media for actors. I want to start a YouTube and a TikTok channel. Do I need to tell my agent? So you don't have to tell your agent these things, but you do, it is good to tell your agent because I think for us, we love it when we know our client has a YouTube channel. We actually use it to pitch them. You know, we have a few clients that have YouTube channels. Now, we did a podcast not too long ago with Jade Sherman who talked about digital marketing and she was mentioning that it's very important to diversify. So if you're going to be on YouTube, you should be on Instagram. You should be on TikTok. You should be on numerous things. What's that new one? Reels. 
mm-hmm. is Instagram reels. Um, yeah. This is really important. You need to diversify. So yes, anything we can use to promote you is huge. So yes, definitely tell your agents. I mean, obviously you don't tell them you've an Instagram account. Oh. Everyone hasn't. My dog has an Instagram account. So it's not a big deal. Uh, Facebook, no. But TikTok, definitely. And YouTube are really important to inform your agent. We will use anything we can to push you and pitch you for great projects. And something that Jade actually talked about during our podcast, um, which will be released soon or already released before this, um, she talked about making sure that you have a very clear point of view. So if you are starting a YouTube channel or you're starting a TikTok channel, make sure that you really understand what you want to put out in the world and you have a clear point of view. What about the kind of actors that are the reverse? Like for me, I... I struggle with social media. I don't like it. And I, I sometimes feel like maybe I'm hurting myself by not being on these things. Honestly, I don't think if it, listen, if you want to post all the time and you want to be on all these different channels, I think it's great and it can help you be a bit more, I'm going to say present in the world. There are some productions that they're looking for people who have that um, fan base already and other productions, they don't really care. So I think you need to do what feels right to you because if you're going to post on all these things or if you're forcing posts and you're not being authentic to who you are, it's going to show through and I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. If that's who you are and that's how you want to promote yourself as an actor, great, do it. If you don't want to, we have actors that hate it. Um, that's fine. Don't, don't post. It's not, it's not going to make or break your career. But just to add on what Nicole's saying, it is important to have an Instagram account. That is the one thing you need. If you're an actor, you need to buy one, your domain name. So Ayloren, you should have Ayloren.com. You should be getting a Twitter account, Ayloren. You should have an Instagram account, Ayloren. You should have everything. Even if you're not using it, you need to grab those names and put them on hold. Because if you start becoming successful, the one thing that happens is every network that you book with will want you to put on your socials their promos. So let's say, so right now, if you're a developmental actor, you're fine hanging out and not doing much. Some of you in our senior actors don't like to do much. But the moment they're on a show, all the social promos and art comes through and you are actually required to pitch and post. So it is important to have them holding and waiting. But just like Nicole said, it's fine if you just want to stay a bit dormant on your day to day. But let's say you book something really great or really big. You actually need access to those accounts because they will want to flood them with takeovers. Like let's say you're doing like one of our clients recently did a CW takeover. Well, it linked to her Instagram. So if she didn't have an Instagram account, she actually couldn't have done the takeover. Right. Mm. So important for the future, not necessarily for now, depending on how you're doing. Right. You actually reminded me of um, a client that hadn't necessarily created her own account. Someone else had, a fan had created an account for her and was pretending to be her. So really great point that Michelle was making. If this is your brand, buy, like, she, like she said, buy the domain name, get it now, have it certified under your name so that you can control it and you don't have someone else trying to control or put out a persona of you that's not you. Yeah. We've actually had, when a client becomes successful, we actually go after the Instagram or the Twitter and we take over from someone, unfortunately, who has a similar name and verify it under Twitter and Instagram. So again, guys, you know, TikTok, social media, very important these days. 
if like Nicole said, that is so true. You have to be authentic. If you don't want to post all the time, don't. But if you book something, the network will want you to use it as a platform. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it needs to be there and available for those amazing wins. So always have it set and ready. Okay. Cool. Um, do you want to do any bonus questions? Yeah, man. Like, bring okay. it. Do it. <laughs> bonus time. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> like, we need like a cheerleader with the signs. You, you know, are like, a cheerleader. Four, four. Round one. Should I take my top <laughs> off? Um, I'm ready. Take it off. Take it all off. <laughs> I'll have to talk to my agent about that. <laughs> Before I, I am your agent. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Nicole. Ayla, don't take your top off. okay um i want to become an agent slash manager i love the entertainment industry i have a degree in marketing slash communications where do i start Uh, okay this is really interesting because there is no agent or manager school basically i would tell you if you really want to be an agent or manager you need to go intern with an agent that you admire i would check uh their website, their Instagram. See, I'm talking about socials again. See how they are on IMDb, what kind of clients they represent, and then approach them and say, hey, I'd love to intern with you, learn from you. Because I know for me, like if Nicole and I found a wicked intern, we would love it. We'll put you to work. <laughs> you well, learn so I could fast. probably talk about my experience. Um, mm. I actually wanted to be an actor when I was younger. I went to college for it and my actor friend from college was represented by Michelle and he knew that she needed a new assistant. So I was actually, I didn't, I never thought of being an agent. Um, I actually came in to assist her and I met her one day and we had a conversation and um, I started assisting her and she started training me. So I think if you're interested in getting into the industry, like Michelle was saying, go in, do your research on agents. And um, I think you know, set up a call with them, send them an email and let them know you're interested in assisting or starting and learning about the business. And I think that's one way to get your foot in the door. Yeah. I, for, you know, I think the big thing is this though, a lot of agencies I find use interns to do the crap. It's like anything. It's like you're being, well, not the hazed. What is it? Like the initiation of any kind of club. So I did it. <laughs> no, you dropped the deep end day one. I, I was did. like, "Do you want to come in? Here we go. You want to assist? There you go. Drop. Game on." There was no like paddling pool for Nicole. It's like dropping the deep end. That's how I do everything. Even actors, it's like, "Oh, you want to come be with me? Great. You're lead worthy. I'm throwing you in the deep end." Um, I, I think it's amazing that this person has a marketing degree. That's my background. I think if you're in marketing, you can sell anything. Just know that as long as you find an inspiring agent to work with. And that someone that you feel will actually teach you, which by the way, guys, I hate to tell you, but teaching someone how to be an agent is a full-time job. So you got to find someone that has the time. So try to assist, assist with casting, assist with an agent. You're going to learn a lot and you're going to be able to take those tools and turn into a fan-fucking-tastic agent if you get the right mentor. So good luck. Cool. Okay, um, come work with us. Yeah. <laughs> Be on your um, game, though. We're some feisty bitches. Let me tell you, we will. We need shit done, and then need like. You have to be. I think you also have to be very detail oriented getting into this business. 
Um, there's a lot of information that you need to know and you need to be on top of things. So this is not like a, oh, I want to be an agent and going to lunch with clients and sitting on set. Like I haven't had a lunch in about 1% of the job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. By the way, that whole Gary Maguire, uh, Ari Gold thing, that's a nice idea, but it doesn't really happen anymore. So get ready to put in 14 hour days. Yeah. Sleep. You sleep, eat, breathe it. It's in your blood. Mm Mm-hmm. And be ready to kind of like, you have to prove yourself and start from the bottom and work your way up. Yeah. 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 Okay. If I have an agent, can I still submit for student films on my own? I just want to be out there doing stuff. I hate waiting. We hate waiting too. It sucks. (laughs) Um, Here's the take. And here's something that actors should know. Student films are not going to hold any credibility on your resume. If you want to keep yourself busy and keep yourself creative, great, cool. That's what you want to do. But be aware of the repercussions of it. You're putting your time and energy and effort into a student film for a student project that's probably doesn't hold any weight on your resume. And then you're also... Uh, taking off time to do those projects that's also taking away from potential projects that your agent is promoting you for, for network work. So always talk to your agent in regards to student films. Ask them what they think. Our personal opinion is probably not. We prefer (laughs) not to have our clients do student work. The other thing like we were talking about before is when you do hit the big time, someone might want to, um, you know, jump on your coattails and, and push that student film that you did. And you might not love the work that you did in it. You can't necessarily manage or protect the footage that was done at that time. So you do need to be aware of it from a branding perspective. You also need to know if you're committing to working 10 days on a student film, that's not going to do much for your career. You're taking yourself out for 10 days for your agent to be submitting you for projects, paying projects and projects that have credibility. I think this is my big thing. What do you think is going to happen from the student film? You're not going to win an award casting directors aren't going to applaud you when you walk in an audition room because you did a student film. Like, let's be honest here. Student films, I think are promoted to give you experience. What experience are you not getting from coaching or working with another actor or self-taping that you would get on a student film? Think of it also your cast. Are they experienced? Are they going to help elevate you? How is that possible? I know it's a lovely idea, but if you have an agent, you will not need to do any indie student films. It's one thing to have an independent film that your agent has found you that's a passion project with great directors, producers, writers, but it's no money or deferred. That's different. These are Cannes Festival films. These are TIFF Festival films. I just don't understand when people want to do student films where they see the positivity in doing it. So just check in with your agent. I think every agent feels slightly different. I think Nicole and I are very anti-student films, as you can tell by this podcast. But just really think about it. What do you think you're gaining from doing it? I think that's the biggest question you need to ask yourself. Another thing to be mindful, just based on the current state of affairs, is the COVID protocol. Right now on set, with sets right now, with WorkSafe, all those types of um, details, they need to be aware of COVID safety. So if you are submitting for student films right now and you're going out and, and 
working with people, be aware of the safety protocols that have been put in place um, because I know the union has put in some very specifics um, based on WorkSafe BC. Something to keep in keep mind. Keep you safe. Everybody we stay safe. Keep we, you safe and healthy so that you can keep working exactly. and not be waiting. Yeah, we need this film industry thriving. Thriving people. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Safety I, first. <laughs> I will say, can I just say one thing? Like if you have a if you have like a best friend that wrote this really cool thing and it's a passion project for you, like it's a student passion project that your your friend is working on and you're really excited about. I think, you know, if it's something that's really important to you, have that conversation with your agent and just let them know I really want to partake in this project. I, I feel really passionate about it. That's fine. Have that conversation. But from a weight perspective, from a credibility perspective, it just doesn't carry the same weight that a network show would. Exactly. And if your agent doesn't know what you're signing, that's trouble too. So like Nicole said, if you want to do one of these as a passion project, make sure your agent is aware and is seeing what you're signing. And you've sent the dates in that you're going to be shooting. Yeah. Okay, I feel like this is such a random one to end on. Maybe we can figure something out. But it's like, I want to change my hair color. Should I tell my agent? Fuck yes. yes. Oh my God. I can't tell you the amount of times I will be on Instagram and be like, when did Steph cut her hair and dye it blonde? Keep in mind, if you have just auditioned for two or three or four projects and they have seen you blonde with long hair and next thing you know, you're Bob and brown hair, not Bob the man, Bob the cut, hair Bob. Um, if you've given yourself a lovely lob, let's call it, and dyed your hair brown, guess what? You've just taken yourself out of those auditions. If you get shortlisted, they're expecting you to look exactly like how you did when you auditioned. So it is so important, men, women, if you want to shave your head, cut your hair, dye your hair, give yourself layers, extensions, highlights, reach out to your agent. She will give you a window when it's safe to do so. Bam! Bam. Also, guys, I find guys tend to take their hair really short. They're doing a lot of shaved heads. Stop it. Um, don't do that. Have a little bit of hair because um, we get the comment a lot of time from casting. If you shave your hair too short at the sides, it looks very military-esque. And we've gotten that comment from casting a few times. So just be mindful. Don't go too short on the sides. Man. Yeah. Casting likes longer hair. Think about it. Casting rather see a look that they can manipulate than go, all we can do is do military with this guy. That's all he's given us. Got to be a blank slate. So what should we close on since we need to talk about something a little bit? I don't know. More exciting. Tanning. It's the summer. Oh, we have tanning. A lot of tanned people. Oh, good plan. Yeah. Tanning. Tanning's happening a lot this summer. You know what our advice is? Stop Sunscreen. It. <laughs> Sunscreen. <laughs> 30. How often do you watch a show and you see someone really tanned on TV? You never do unless it's like, what's her name off something? What about Mary? With Cameron or George Diaz, Hamilton. Which is all wrinkled <laughs> up. You don't want to be the wrinkle, the tanned wrinkle. Use sunscreen. <laughs> well, like when Zac Efron went from like High School Musical 1 to High School Musical 2 and suddenly he was like... He was so another color? Dark. Yeah, there you go. You don't exactly. want to be a different color. and if you, you don't like want to be the cast of Jersey Shore. No. And you no. don't want to be orange. So no. watch the tanning or even the fake tanning. Be yourself. Be natural. Tip of the day. No. <laughs> so many tips in here. <laughs> I hope we answered all, a lot of your questions and we're, we would love to continue these sessions. So send us in any questions that you have. 
We'd also love to hear your comments. If you have yeah. any comments about some of our answers and would like more. Only nice ones though. Only information. Comment. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send in your questions.